Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I am your host today and I hope you are doing well and I appreciate you spending some time with me because uh, we all have such busy days, such busy schedules that when you carve time out for someone, it's quite the honor. So today we're going to be talking about uh, something a little bit different than what we've addressed in the, in the past. We're going to be talking about career transitions. Now, how does that apply to franchising? Well, you're just going to have to listen to the rest of the show to find that out. I recently read an article, and the name of the article was Burned Out and Fantasizing About a Big Life Reset. So if you are part of the those that are out there that maybe are unemployed, maybe the business closed, or maybe they've downsized, or because of the pandemic, you've been impacted by this, you may be looking um, and thinking about a big life reset. The article went on to say, there are so many people who are disillusioned about the organization they work for or their career. They don't feel like they are fulfilling their potential. They're missing a feeling of purpose, and they just feel like they are a cog in a machine. And I can so relate to that because I was there, because I was in corporate, and I left corporate in 2004 feeling that exact feeling. So today we have Davina Ware. Davina is a career transition coach, marketing professional, and founder of Upwardly Paved Path Career Coaching. She helps people get out of their own way to transition into their ideal careers that utilize their gifts and talents. Davina, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, and just for those people that are listening to the recording, this is August the 25th, 2020. So I don't think I really need to explain exactly where we are today, but I did want to to remind everyone that the unemployment rate is higher than it has ever been. So, Davina, are you seeing more people that are facing a career transition and it's not because of their own decision? Yes, I am seeing a, a bit of that, but not as much as you would think. So a lot of people are thinking about transitioning just because of the way that their work has changed and mm-hmm. not necessarily due to the availability of work. And I know the numbers that are out there are scary, but, um, you know, it depends a lot within the individual industries where you see that, but they're 
are a lot of industries that are booming right now and mm-hmm. thriving off of this remote learning style. And so mm-hmm. there's different aspects of the transitioning that are happening for people. Mm-hmm. I see. So let's first start with how did you get involved in this particular industry, career transition? Now, what I find so many times, Davina, is the reason people create something is because they have a personal story that's related to that. Oh, absolutely. Um, And I have several of them, but to weave all of them together, I got into career transitioning just because when I graduated from my um, from college, my undergrad, with my bachelor's degree, I it felt like I was just dropped off at school, mm-hmm. you know, by my mom, and she drove off and never came back, mm-hmm. and I just had to navigate my way to home after that. And I bumped my head so many times because you think, okay, I've graduated. The world is my oyster. I can do anything I want. Opportunities are at my feet. And that just was not the case for a couple of reasons. One, I graduated in the middle of the housing market crash in 2008. So that shifted the economy. That shifted the pool of individuals that were looking for jobs. And that included me as well. And so I ended up having to take a job for survival and not based on my career aspirations or my skill set. And from there, I'm like, okay, well, let me try something else. Or I actually got laid off and I went somewhere else and that was no better. And I tried different industries and that wasn't any better. And I was miserable every day. And everyone around me that I talked to was also miserable in their jobs, but some people accepted it. And I just said to myself, this cannot be it. This is right. not what we went to school for, is to be miserable for another 40 years until retirement. And so I started looking into what I call the art of career transitioning, because that makes a difference in how successful you are at finding your ideal career. So it really came out of the the struggles and the pain of me being in so many mismatched jobs. But I've learned a thing or two. And as I was told um, by my pastor that your struggle should be someone else's shortcut. And that's what Hmm. me as a career coach, that's what I do for other people. Hmm. I love that. Your struggle should be someone else's shortcut. I love that. That's a great philosophy to live by because I believe that we go through things to turn around and tell our story to help others. And that's exactly what what that means. So, Davina, did you have anyone to turn to? I know you said that you had talked to your pastor, but were there career coaches out there, and did you know how to find them and reach out to them at the time you needed them? No, I had no idea where to go except for just griping with people that I knew mm-hmm. <laughs> who were in similar mm-hmm. positions. So I really I had to look at my life holistically to say, okay, 
what's happening here, what are the patterns, what's working, what's not working, and let me do the research to support my findings as well as the solution to this gap that I have. So it, it came from an internal determination to create a system and to get out of the rat race and the cycle of stagnation and frustration, which began to affect my physical health mm. as well as my mental health by just mm. being in mismatched career, yeah, career options. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I felt that I was in corporate for 30 years, and I felt that the last year that I was in corporate, every morning that I put the security badge around my neck, it got heavier and heavier yeah. and heavier. So I knew something needed to be changed, but I didn't know where to begin. Davina, where do you begin if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling unfulfilled, if you're feeling like there needs to be a change, but you don't know where to begin? What do you suggest to people that are listening out there? I would say start with you. A lot of times we look externally for solutions and for answers and to cling to something solid, but we have what it takes. We know we at least have a basis of what you like to do and what you don't. That's what you start with. And when we start from a place of survival, and I get it, there's a time and a place for that, but when we're talking about happiness, when we're talking about fulfillment, the clues are within you. It just takes spending time with yourself and taking internal inventory of who you are as a person and then what works best for the type of person you are. So it all starts with you before we should ever begin looking for external uh, sources and resources to bring us fulfillment because that is one element that I've noticed that leads people to job hopping is because you see something shiny on the other side and you figure mm-hmm. that's going to be better for me. But internally, if you haven't mapped out what is best for you, your mind, your temperate, your temperate, temperament, um, and your skill set, then you're going to fall short every time. And, and mm-hmm. after a while, that builds up both frustration and resentment. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And if, if you don't start with going internally and kind of figuring out what is it that you really enjoy doing, do you see that we have a tendency to maybe self-sabotage ourselves in that process? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Where we don't listen to our own internal cues about what mm. works for us and what doesn't. Or what I've come to find is that people are operating under someone else's expectations. In a lot of cases, they don't know. It's in the subconscious. It could be from their parents or from what society says you should be doing, the kind of job that you should be having, or from fear of lack. 
And mm. because of that, they're operating in, in these areas to fulfill a need that really wasn't their own. And so, of course, then you have fulfillment and then the actual job that's right for you serving as two ships passing in the night. They never, mm. they never cross. They never meet. Uh, and so those are the ways that yeah, people self-sabotage by carrying other people's expectations most of the time unknowingly. So just dovetailing on that, how does someone know whether the career they've chosen is, is their life's purpose or if they have taken on maybe the suggestions of a parent or, you know, the, the, the nudges of society? How do you know whether that is, is what, what really would make you happy if it were tweaked just a little bit? Yeah. Again, everything starts internally. So I think about, and I tell my clients, what are the things that naturally bring you joy outside of a job, outside of uh, some very specific circumstance? What is it at the very core that makes you, that ignites you, that energizes you? And I'll give you a, an example for me. Public speaking is one of them. I, was, I remember last week, actually, I was uh, scheduled to do a Facebook Live in my Facebook group, which is from stagnant job to ideal career, and I was just tired. I hadn't had a lot of sleep, sleep the night before, and I had a lot of work to do, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm dragging myself to do this Facebook Live. But as soon as I, I got there, and I'm delivering my message, and I'm connecting with people, it completely energized me. Mm. So everything else I was feeling just fell away. Mm. And that's mm. my natural talent, but also it, it's something I, I have built a skill set and sharpened a skill in, but I got energized mm-hmm. from it. So before mm-hmm. I could even think about applying it to a, a, a job or a career or a business, this is just me. Um, doing this on my own and it mm-hmm. it changed the course of my whole day so i right. ask people what is that thing that energizes you and identifying that and then looking for the parallel in a job description or a, a, or an industry that will support that refreshing or whatever that skill is, or whatever that task that you're doing, you have to find the parallels between the two in order for people to experience fulfillment and to start walking in their purpose. Because when you do that, then more opportunities, it's like a, it's like walking on a narrow path and you open just the right door and you go through that door and then there's, there's endless opportunities. There's endless uh, places for you to to dig in, to learn from, and to grow from. You just have to open the right door, and it starts with with you. Right, right. Davina, that you know, it, I know you talk about identifying that which you really enjoy. I don't know that I could have done that very easily when I left corporate in two thousand four because I had always performed according to my job description. But I'll tell you what I 
what I discovered is as I became an entrepreneur, I discovered talents that were not in my job description that I had shut down because they weren't needed to perform my daily job. So do you find people, as they go through this process, that they discover things about themselves that they really didn't know existed? Absolutely, because the circumstances and the routines that they're currently in don't, to your point, lend an opportunity to do that. And so Mm -hmm. when you're on autopilot of, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, these are my duties, I'm checking off my task list, Mm -hmm. then your mind naturally will shut off anything else that will take you from the task at hand, which is why it's really a disruption, a happy Mm -hmm. disruption, I like Mm -hmm. to say, to figure out how you can close the gap between frustration to fulfillment. And oftentimes it's better to not do it alone just because Mm -hmm. you can be in your head all day, but to have a person in front of you to mirror what you're saying and to redirect and to ask questions that you hadn't even thought of, that's where the rubber really meets the road to where you have these epiphanies that just kind of pop up everywhere. So, yeah, we have to be willing to step out of the routine in order to experience this and have a person to guide you through that, because that's the other thing you might discover it and say, okay, great, I know that about myself. Then the next mm-hmm. thing is, well, what do I do about it? And if okay. you don't have the proper guidance, people will just leave it there, like, that's great, I discovered this nice thing about myself. Mm-hmm. But it is not easy. I tell you what, if I had known about coaching and and career coaching and you know, coaching me through that transition, I could have so eliminated a lot of the scars and the bruises that I carry today because I had to figure it out on my own. And it it is not something that you can easily do on your own because you end up, you know, falling down. And I'm not saying falling down doesn't have a lesson in it, but you mm-hmm. don't have to fall down quite so hard, and you don't have to fall down quite as many times if you've got somebody to kind of hold your hand. So I can see where it would be so helpful to have had someone like yourself to guide me through this because, Davina, when I left corporate, I said I'd been in corporate for 30-something years. It was my entire yeah. career. I didn't know anything about the entrepreneurial world out there. And I didn't know anything about um, using that creative side. I had had a job for 30-something years. So do you see people that when they do break away from corporate or if they do, um, you know, maybe they have found themselves laid off, do you see that some people are finding that maybe there is something else other than just dusting off their resume and going back into that rat race. Yes, absolutely. Because now 
there are circumstances out of your control that have forced you to stop and forced you to rethink. Because normally when everything is business as usual, nothing is forcing you to look in another direction. So I think these, and I, although be it unfortunate, especially with the pandemic, that I think these are great opportunities for people to awaken areas within themselves that they didn't know exist. And some, sometimes people put that equation backwards where they're like, okay, what is it that's in me? What is it that I need to awaken? And it's like, but there needs to be a, like an external uh, shift to support that, mm. whether it's a, a layoff, whether it is a proactive transition to entrepreneurship or different type of job functions. Some people just end up transitioning out of an office and maybe they're doing field work or they're, they're on the ground or they're traveling or, or something of that nature. But it's got to be, as you mentioned before, stirred up, like something, some shift has to happen to help you to pull these things out. And you're right. If I had had a career coach even before I graduated, I would have Mm -hmm. made much better decisions. I would have avoided certain jobs. I would have bypassed a lot of tears and frustration um, but lucky for me, that all is, is being used for me to pour my passion out for others so that they don't have to go through the same thing. But that's the thing. Everyone doesn't have to go through the fire. Right. Everyone doesn't have to. Um, you have people to help you bypass certain steps so that you can accelerate your growth and accelerate this point of operating in fulfillment and purpose. Yeah, because, you know, so many times, uh, well, I always believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, if we do get out of our own way and allow ourselves to look at this as um, a way for us to either dig a little bit deeper or rethink or reevaluate, then we come out of this uh, not just, um, not just uh, grateful, but with mm-hmm. more in line with what our life purpose is. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, and I would say more so than ever before had nothing happened. It would be a tragedy, and I tell everybody this, it would be a tragedy to come out of the pandemic and come out of quarantine exactly the same as you went in. Isn't that the truth? Yes, so true. Everybody wants to get back to the way it used to be, but we really don't. This happened for mm-hmm. a reason, just like you said. We don't want to just step back on that fast-moving people mover that we were on before. Yeah. We've stopped for a reason. So so what are we going to come out of this with? Um, and I can certainly see where this allows. It's that disruptor that you were talking about earlier. So this pandemic is kind of a disruptor and has, has turned the pause button on, so to speak. We have an opportunity to 
take a breath and look around at things that we weren't seeing before. Right. Right. The things that we would miss in any other circumstance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Davina, we need to take a quick commercial break here, but I would love to hear some of your stories. I know that you've um, probably worked with clients and helped them through certain uh, certain challenges. So do you have some stories that you could share with us when we come back from commercial break? Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Very good, folks. We're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back from more uh, with more from Davina Ware. Do you know a family fighting cancer? The Jest Foundation nonprofit was founded right here in Katy, Texas, by cancer survivor Michelle Perzan, whose vision is to assist those currently fighting by providing grants to help support family needs, whether spiritually, emotionally, or financially. Michelle and her family know all too well that there comes a time when the day-to-day needs we take for granted become impossible. Jest Foundation has been able to bless 100% of the applications submitted, and now they need your help. Find out more by going to JustFoundation.org. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. All Things Franchising is the radio show that you've been waiting for. Whether you're looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle by growing your business, allowing you to experience some of the fun things in life, or if you are looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, Linda Biastetos is your host on All Things Franchising, where she interviews franchise experts from around the world. We feature top franchisers, franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, as well as others who support this fast-growing business model. Go to our Facebook and Twitter pages to listen to past shows and join the conversations on all things franchising. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Baez-Stetis. I'm your host today, and Davina Ware is with us today, and she is a career transition coach. So, Davina, when I broke from, for a commercial break, I asked if you happen to have some stories that you could share with us. Absolutely. Um, one of them I can share um, is a personal story of knowing when I've made it to the right place in my mm-hmm. career where I knew I could be cultivated, where I knew I was supposed to be. And this is inclusive of bad days. I think some people have a bad day or maybe it's a busy stretch of time and it's overwhelming and they are ready to throw their hands up and say, let me find something different. But um, I was transitioning so my uh, 
field, my background and all of my education is in marketing. So I've been working in, in marketing for about 10 years, and I was transitioning from an agency to a nonprofit agency. And I love education. I believe in it. And so that, that's the industry that I have most of my um, career stretch within. And just funny how when you are on the right path and when you just open yourself up to receive and to and when you've done the internal work of who you are, what you're looking for and what you need to do, how nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop that connection from being made. So I was on my way to the interview, and I am here in Chicago, so parking is treacherous in downtown <laughs> Chicago. And um, I had actually done the route to the building the day before, and that's something I tell people um, to do if they're mm -hmm. interviewing is take the route the day before so you can be prepared for all the little nuances that you don't need to be dealing with um, the day of the interview. And the day I, I was going to the interview, they had shut down two additional lanes on the expressway that were not oh, there wow. the day before. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is completely, you know, cut my commute time. So I was already a little panicked with that. And then I don't know if there was an event or something, but I could not find parking. So I ended up parking way further than I had anticipated. And then I went to the building and I'm like, okay, can you, um, how do I get to the elevators to the 10th floor? And he said, ma'am, what do you mean? And I said, the elevators to the 10th floor. He said, this building only has six floors. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, so I'm in the wrong <laughs> building. And at this point, it's like five minutes before the interview. And I was so tempted to say, forget it. I'm not even going to show up. Why mm -hmm. wait? You know, you shouldn't be late to an interview. That's crazy. But and you, could have said, you could have said, this is a sign. It's not the job for me. I'm going home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I was so tempted. I was so mm -hmm. tempted. Like, that's fine. We'll pick up on another one. But luckily, I just called and I told them that, hey, I, I got a little bit turned around here and the building that the the company is in is a it's like a building within a building. So it's not something that you can easily go to. So the receptionist had to stay on the phone with me and like walk me through the entrances and all of that. And by the time I got to her desk, I was so defeated. You could see it in my posture and she said, it's going to be okay. I'm like, okay, fine. So I get to the interview, and I'm like, oh, what am I doing here? And I have the interview with the person who is now my boss. And she was just so positive, and I told her what happened. And she said, oh, yeah, this is a very strange area, really difficult to, to get through. And as we were talking, and she looked at my resume, um, you know, heaven would have it, that she used to work for the company that I was transitioning from. So we had similar talking points with that. She knew some people that I worked with, so there was a familiarity, and she knew I did the work ethic there, and it just went well. I'm like, okay, great. So then they send in um, the associate vice president of the team, and one of the for-profit schools that I used to work for 
she was a graduate of that school. So we wow. had a commonality. And and it worked. I said, okay, so two down. And then um, the the vice president of the team came in. I'm like, okay, so this is a this is a, a big guy. This is a big wig. I have to really knock it out of the park. And he came in and he said, all right, you have a bachelor's degree in marketing communications from Columbia College. I said, yes. Yeah. And he said, I have a bachelor's degree in marketing communications from Columbia College. Oh, wow, get out. How interesting. So, again, more commonality. And then uh, he said, all right, you have your MBA in integrated marketing communications from Roosevelt University. I have my MBA in integrated marketing communications from Roosevelt University. And it was just sold after that. Yeah. So I didn't have to overcompensate. That's what I see a lot of people doing when they are feeling – insecure uh, about something in their career, but I I didn't even have to because I had done the inner work to determine the kind of environment I needed to be working in, the kind of people I needed to be working around, and what skills that I wanted to use. And Mm -hmm. it just opened the door for me to attract this in my life, honestly. And even though, yeah, so by the time I had touched down in the, in the office, I was technically late for the interview, but it still worked out. And, you know, this is also uh, a perfect example of, you know, what they call the law of attraction. But it's more about just um, getting mm-hmm. clear about what you want and just sticking with that. I think sometimes what happens to to us, I know it's happened to me, Davina, is that, I, I know what I want, but it doesn't show up. So I figure, oh, well, I guess I got to change it because it didn't show up. Mm-hmm. But it's more about just staying true to what you have discovered about yourself, right? Right. Right, absolutely. Um, and I I believe in the, the law of attraction. Um, I believe that's one of the 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 laws of the earth, mm-hmm. and I believe in it uh, also from a biblical sense. But everything is aligned. If we and mm-hmm. I look, I use nature as an example of how we are. Um, the grass grows in the spring. The leaves fall in the fall. It's just how it happens. You don't have to. They don't have to do anything different, just because that's what they're built to do. The tree is, is built to grow leaves and then for them to fall and for the whole cycle to happen all over again. And I believe that we as people are are the same. So once we're aligned with what we were built to do, what we're supposed to do, and we open ourselves up for it also, and we're mindful about not self-sabotaging, that we do attract the things that affirm and confirm our destiny and our purpose. And if we're we're walking in our purpose, there'll be clues and there will be help and resources to make sure we stay there. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree 100% with that. You know, I'm just thinking for someone who's listening and it doesn't look real good for them. Maybe they've been laid off. 
Maybe they're trying to make it on unemployment. Um, how, how do they shift? You know, when you're in a crisis, um, mm-hmm. it, it is more difficult to shift that. How do they shift and, um, and, and figure out what they need to focus on and their alignment? And, you know, where do they start, Davina? I would say the first thing is to separate the crisis itself and all the external components of it from what they need to do to get to the next level in their lives. Because often crises, and I've been in quite a few of them, so I understand how heavy and how daunting and how painful and distracting that it can be, but we don't have to get sucked into the mechanisms of the crises. We can say this is this is the situation or, okay, I have been laid off. Be mindful of the facts, but don't carry them with you and make them a part of who you are. And I see people doing that. Like, well, um, you know, I shouldn't apply for a job. I always lose jobs. That's Mm. an example of marrying you, you, who you are as a person with the circumstance that you're experiencing and part is stagnant in those kinds of situations. But when you can say, all right, how can I use this then? Once you've outlined the facts of what it is, how can I use this as leverage to get me to the next place? Mm-hmm. That's just like the college student who procrastinates on writing a paper, and at the very last minute, they write the paper, but they have the focus to do it, they have the energy to do it, and they push through it. Sometimes pressure and Circumstances that cause it can be our best igniter because are there in other circumstances we aren't we're comfortable, so there's nothing that's burning saying, "Oh, I've got to get out of here, I've got to make this change. A lot of people are just coasting every day, but when something like that happens, it moves you at a more accelerated rate at that. Yeah, I believe that as well. You know, I recently saw um, a post on, on social media, and it said something to the effect, I don't know the exact word, but something to the effect that growth doesn't happen when you're comfortable. Yeah. Because it, you're comfortable. There's, there's no reason for you to grow. Growth really happens um, when you are in that that uncomfortable in that out of, outside your comfort zone, um, or when the fire has been turned up just a little bit underneath <laughs> you, uh, and that's when I think um, we are asked to step into really who we are, because otherwise we'd be sitting on the sofa watching Netflix because it's comfortable, but when the rent becomes due and when all of these other things come up, then the, the fires turned up a bit underneath us. And we are, um, all of these are opportunities for us to step into more fully 
who we are. So I believe that 100%. Davina, if somebody's listening right now and they're going, oh, my gosh, she is telling my story, how would they get in <laughs> touch with you? How would they find out more about you? They can find out more about me at upwardlypavedpath.com, or they can email me uh, as well at info at upwardlypavedpath.com. Or if they are a social butterfly and uh, in the digital world, um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Upwardly Paved Path. And I also have a YouTube channel as well that has some great free teachings and resources to help people that are in, in the midst of career transitioning. Well, you know, speaking of some of the tools and some of the teachings that you offer, I know that you have a program, like a 90-day program, Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So I took all of the obstacles and all of the roadblocks that I experienced on my journey to finding a fulfilling and and happy career um, and put them into a program called the 90-Day Career Fix. Now, on average, it takes six months for people to make a full career transition. So I take all of that information and condense it down into 30 days. So that's half the time where we're going through that inventory work that I talked about at the beginning of um, self-discovery. Then we go into career matching. And then because I have a marketing background, I use the marketing piece to teach people how to brand themselves as well as how to market themselves for their ideal employers. Then we go over resume writing, interview prep, and then the last two weeks is all about job search strategy. And where would they find out more information about that program? They can also find that on the website at www.upwardlypayedpath.com forward slash 90-day career fix. Or they can just email me at info at upwardlypayspath.com. Wonderful. Davina, it's been such a joy having you on the show. Boy, did I have some flashbacks during this show. It reminded, <laughs> oh, me, of, it reminded me of why I'm doing what I'm doing today is uh, it's just finding that thing that, that just makes your heart swell, that makes you feel like at the end of the day you've You've made a difference. And Davina, it's clear you have what it takes to make a difference in other people's lives. Yep, that is my, that's my purpose, is to get everyone else on purpose. Lovely. Davina, thanks again for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, folks, you know, there's always transition. You know, you just have to say life is constantly changing. You know what they say is the only constant in life is change? Well, that's kind of where we are. And if you look at that change as an opportunity, like what Davina was talking about, if you look at that as an opportunity to really search a little bit deeper and see if there's some changes that need to be made in your life. And it could be that there aren't any changes at this time, but it could be that maybe something needs to be tweaked just a little bit, or maybe like the article was talking about, maybe you need a big life reset. 
I talk to people all the time who have been downsized from corporate, and they're not sure they want to go back. So looking at a franchise model, looking getting in business for yourself could be that thing that gives you a life purpose. So I want to leave you with this quote. It's by Marianne Williamson. You must learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. And that's what Davina walks you, finding that new way to think. Because you're not going to be able to change the, the life that you see if you don't first start with the way that you're thinking. So, folks, thanks for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.